facts, fibs, and fairy tales. Like I've sucked a dick before. Homie, you're not getting head anymore. Uh, basically, I'm calling upon my ancestors to clean out my guts. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done anything in public in broad daylight. <laughs> it was easier to suck a guy's dick than to get a girl's girdle off. At the time, I did not have the vocabulary to articulate properly what I was seeing. <laughs> there is shit everywhere. <laughs> Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. My name is Matt Sweet, and I am the Factual Fairy. Today, my guest is the um, mysterious and anonymous Chip. Hi, Chip. Hello. <laughs> You, you don't strike me as a chip, but I'm excited to learn more about you. <laughs> All right, let's, I'm ready to get into it. Perfect. Um, so to get started, uh, can you tell us a little bit about you? Like, what are your identifiers? Gay, straight, old, young, purple, blue, green, whatever. What are you, chip? Uh, good question. Uh, I'm, well, I'm a, a gay white guy. Mm -hmm. um, average shaped... <laughs> Right. Uh, average shaped. I like that. Is that like... <laughs> is that shaped like a green pepper then? Like what is... That's about the general proportion. <laughs> yeah, average shape. I like that. I haven't had someone describe their shape before, so that's a new one. Which I... I think I'm into it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like a lot of people get into like the top-bottom thing. Yeah. Where do you live on that? I mean, I, I feel like it's kind of, I feel like people do the same thing with bisexuality mm. with, with bottom top verse. Yeah. Like people are like, oh, you're not really bi, you're one or the other. Yeah. So and I feel like people have that same kind of suspicious towards people who say that they're verse. Oh, like, yeah. You're not really verse, you're really a bottom. Yeah. I mean, that's what every meme on the internet is about right now. Yeah. Well, every game. Which meme. I feel like. Come on, guys. I feel like we don't need to be so... We don't need to cram ourselves into little boxes here. Okay. We can be multiple things. How dare you? That's the way of my people as the elderly in the room. <laughs> but I mean, I feel the like... The definition matters to me. I don't know. I, I feel like if you're the kind of person who like will literally never top or will literally never bottom... Right. Why? <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. you know, like you have this body, like, I mean, outside of, like, medical, whatever, like, your sure. parts don't work or whatever, like... Yeah, the whole sealed up. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, why limit yourself? Why limit the pleasure that you can experience with this weird meat bag that you've <laughs> This weird green pepper-shaped meat bag. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I hear pepper. you. And I have to say that... I am glad that, because I am someone who I think officially just has declared themselves a top. Really? But I've, I've been there. I'm know? kind of surprised by that. People often are. I describe, I self-describe as a blousey top. <laughs> because like, you know, she's out there, she's living her feminine fantasy, but like, when push comes to shove, she's going to shove her dick in it. And that's what it kind of comes down to. See, you're a man of many surprises. I was thinking about this <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Uh, that you repeatedly surprised me with how nerdy you were that I wasn't expecting <laughs> that uh, as I got to know you. Yeah. Did you think that I was some sort of like sport sport gay or like No, what no. Was... Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> Did you think I was just like generic white gay? <laughs> I mean, like I don't want to say generic because you you definitely came in with your own flavor right out of mm. the gate, but yeah. I mean, like, I expected your interests to, to lay more along the lines of, like, mainstream gay, like, right. pop stars, kind of gossip, drag race. 
and that's which true. I mean they, they do to an yeah. extent, but, but <laughs> so much more than that, so much yeah. more than that, and I I, uh-huh. I learned to appreciate that. And I, Girl, I don't know. Like I, again, I found it was surprising, and I loved it because I love nerdy people. <laughs> well, twist. That's not where I expected to go, but now I'm I'm a little uh, but and I'm also surprised that you're a talk. So this is. <laughs> Right, we're adding to the layers of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I, oh, circling back, so the reason, like, so that's kind of where my definition has landed, and it's not that I can't enjoy bottoming because I have, um, but I guess it's just like, I don't know. So many things have to line up perfectly for me to be like, yeah, I'm a bottom today, and not just in terms of the like, you know, the ritual, the ceremony. Bottoming of, is like a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, it sucks. The joke. But. <laughs> Bottoming it's, sucks. It's a huge hassle. But even beyond that, just like the, the, the moment when a dick enters me, it's like, okay, great. And I'll do it because I'm a professional and I'm going to get the job done. But like, eh. You don't enjoy it? I have. But it's more, for me, it's more about the pleasure I'm giving someone else than it is personal pleasure. And That's surprising to me. I mean, yeah. I... Just based on my experience with bottoming, because yeah. I, for me it's always like I'm kind of like transported to another planet. Really? I do it very rarely. I I don't have anal sex often yeah. at all. Like I don't even remember the last time I did it. <laughs> Twelve um, years ago. No, it honestly might be like a year ago. Oh wow! Um, really? And that's what's interesting to me too, because I don't. For me, it's like it's all about butt sex. But for others, no, it's like butt my... sex is like barely on the menu. I really enjoy it when it comes down to it, but mm-hmm. it is a big hassle, and it is also, like, a really vulnerable thing, I mm-hmm. feel, even if it's, like, I, I can't do it casually. I can't bother <laughs> okay. it casually. Right. You can't be like, hey, Mr. X from the street, come throw it in me? Well, I mean, I I have no problem <laughs> hooking up with somebody okay. right out of the gate. Like, I don't need to go out for coffee or whatever. I can just, like, I Let's honestly, I find it, it's, like, a, the fastest way to break the ice is to just fool Get around naked. with someone. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you can tell each other your life stories like like nothing. Right. And then decide if you like each other. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once you're just covered in jizz. I mean, it it brings it together. <laughs> yeah. When you're wiping um, up after, there's nothing more bond forming than that. Yeah. But I mean, but I never, I never do anal when I do that because huh. I feel like that's like a lot. Right. And I feel I like thought, there's so much just, that you can do without it. I figured you were just saving yourself for, like, marriage or something. Like God, no. <laughs> My hole is only for that special man. But no, but I, but I also feel like bottoming really requires a partner that knows what he's doing. Mm. I worry I don't, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can have, like, I've, I've definitely had, like, hugely varying experience with bottoming with mm-hmm. people who really know what they're doing and, like, prepare you and yeah. spend all the time getting you ready with foreplay and everything versus people who just try to, like, shove it in. And obviously that does not feel great. <laughs> well, and here's the thing, because I'm definitely becoming much more of a just shove it in kind of guy, which I don't love about myself. I gotta it's be honest great. with you. It's not great. Because I know it's not great. But at the same time, like, it just, like... Sometimes it's like a struggle with like the confidence issue. Like I, we got to do it now. This is the window. It's closing. Um, sometimes it's just kind of like I don't know. I have been with bottoms who are like just throw it in, and so like they've now and I kind that, of had a couple of those in a row. Worries me. Like I yeah. whatever. Like do what you want or whatever. Yeah. But like I mean I can't just like take it right right away. Like that would hurt so much. And I feel like if you're Taking it so much that you can just take it like that, like your poor butthole. Yeah, 
I worry about your 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 butthole health long term in that situation. But you got to trust the bottom. That's what I. Like. I mean, yeah. Like if if that's what you need to do to get off, like get off. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I can't. I, it's hard for me to think about getting to that point. Yeah. Because I'm not even anywhere close to there. Right. I'm like, how do you get fucked so much? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. But let's circle back to the. <laughs> that was a great intro, but we derailed completely. Because uh, this is about do. fantasies, is what we're talking about. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I we're gonna I'm gonna dive into some of your dirty little secrets, and we'll uh, we'll talk about them, especially now that your name is Chip, which I still enjoy. Chippity chip chip. <laughs> but before we go there, I am gonna talk a little bit about like. A more recent fantasy that has kind of come up in my life, um, which I'm is... I'm excited to hear about the Matt Sweet fantasy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that, like, detailed, I guess. It's And I'm, I suspect it's not even all that uh, interesting or new. But for me, the thing that sort of has been, like, getting me off more recently is just this, like, generic basically a kleenex depraved twink bottom like that's the fantasy right now for me so the, the people the person that i was just talking about like they just oh, throw yeah, it just at me in. yeah like this like like fresh faced young whippersnapper don't even ma- it doesn't even matter what his face looks like but just Does the, like, is the youth important the, see that's the thing because i resisted that for a very long time right um because certainly in my like late 20s you know that's around the time i think when you know the joke with your friends starts becoming like oh you're a twink chaser eh? you're chasing your youth and like all that gross stuff which is probably still true um but more recently i've just kind of been like you know what when you look at the pattern of the people who i've had relationships with especially when i was the top in that relationship there's themes that emerge and at some point you have to be like I think I might just be into the twink-shaped person. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for me, once you kind of acknowledge that that was what I was into, then it kind of allowed me to just be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I am into that. And then yeah. I think that's when the shift happened in terms of, like, my masturbatory time. Um, to just, like, visualize or imagine this, like, just slutty twink whore that just wanted my dick so so much and that's kind of the road that uh i've been on for a little while now which Mm. is just like this dark room anonymous twink with this like twitching hole pointed at me okay so that's kind of where i'm at these days no i feel that very like i feel like the (laughs) the depravity factor Mm. is i feel like obviously very taboo but i feel like it's what like drives a lot of these kind of fantasies like Mm. the kind of like like, what depths will you sink to, you For my filthy whore? <laughs> uh, yeah, I so feel like that, that. No, 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 that's definitely part of it. Um, yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the whole, like, chasing youth thing, I feel like that's a bad rap. But mm. my perspective on this is I, I chase old guys. Oh, interesting. I'm a bear okay. chaser. I'm an older guy chaser. Yeah. I hate anybody younger than me. I hate anybody <laughs> that weighs less than me. I mean, hate is a strong word. Like, I'll obviously be friends yeah. with you, but, like, I will not touch you sexually. Right. And, like, friends is probably a strong word, too. Like, yeah, it is. Acquaintances at best. Yeah. I will um, politely half smile at you on a streetcar. Yeah, like, 10-foot pole distance kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. That sounds right. 
guys who are actual twinks, like mm-hmm. where you can see the ribs, I'm just like, <laughs> right. It's just it's not your dream. Yeah, it's no, it's the it's the opposite. But <laughs> but but that's why I understand you is because I am just the opposite extreme of that. Yeah. That like I feel like as long as everything's consensual, as as long as everyone is you're living uh, your best an, life, uh, an adult like yeah. youth elderliness elderliness age <laughs> elderliness is a little strong but age yeah, that implies uh, a very specific kind of guy <laughs> i mean and don't worry it takes all kinds uh anyway um what was i saying completely lost my train of thought <laughs> you got thinking about a like fantasy bear and then here we are the point the point is that um, tuck your erection away everybody's got forward. something i don't yeah. think it's i don't think it's insane to do it as long as everything's consensual yeah um, and I wouldn't mind like a depraved old man. <laughs> I, Just a hungry, depraved old man. I love that. Hungry, hungry hippo. Well, for me, I think a lot of it comes from like, I, I have, I don't know, maybe I've gone too far in this like, oh God, I'm about to say this and record it. Um, maybe I've gone too far in terms of that like consent thing where it's like, do I really need to check in every four minutes? Are you okay? Like, no, you maybe don't. I've gone to, and exactly, I know that I don't, and I don't check in quite that often. But like, there's this part of my mind that like that's become what sex is about, or like that's a part of sex now. Whereas like, even if I have been given that permission to just treat you like a filthy sex pig, there's a part of me that's still gonna be like, is this okay? And like, that's kind of contrary to that whole idea so i think that's part of why that has become an element of of my fantasy life because there it's like no I, I know yeah, yeah that yeah, this yeah, is yeah. fine and even if it wasn't it's still fine yeah <laughs> yeah no no that the fan the realm of fantasy lets you explore the things mm. that like you're you think are too shameful or too taboo to yes. actually do or even too dangerous to do i mean as long as yeah. it's in your head you're not really hurting anybody well exactly that's the whole thing so, what about you? What's your, like, current fantasy du jour? Did you hear that? I went fancy in French. Yeah, no, that's a, a whole other language that you just switched to, which is very impressive. More than one. <laughs> I know. I'm not multilingual, but I know those couple words. <laughs> uh, fantasy, fantasy. Uh, I mean, one thing that I feel that always gets me going that I'm too scared to ever really do, mm-hmm. but maybe we'll do eventually, is okay. the whole public thing. Ooh, okay. That really gets me going. I like I I love public porn where they're like on a subway car. Real see the subway ones don't do it for me. I love when they're in like a home hardware. Or like in store <laughs> aisles. No no no, I feel it too. Because it's I don't know, like the obviously like Subways for me I'm just like all I think about is like that's fucking dirty. <laughs> Everything's dirty. I don't know, man. Like you're sticking your dick in a butthole. Like are you really that concerned? Okay, well, when you put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. If you've been to a bathhouse, you've sat on worse. Well, I've never been to a bathhouse. You've never been to a bathhouse? Yeah, true story. I mean, a bathhouse is... I've tried it. It's not my thing. Yeah. But, like, you've got to try it at least once. Yeah, I mean, it's on the list. I mean, if we're talking about Fantasy Factor, it is definitely, like, in there. Yeah. Well, it is. It's for a long time that was a part of the fantasy universe for me. It kind of just moved away. I don't really know why, but I, I think I've talked about this before. But like one of the requirements for me to just like get the courage to do it would be I'd have to be somewhere else. Like I couldn't do it really? in my own city. No, but I don't know. 
I would, but I think that's part I'll of what that, is hot about it too, right? Like, who are you going to run into? That that is definitely true. I do feel a lot more comfortable being slutty when I'm out of town. Hello, who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> but I will say that I, I think that the guys you'll run into at a bathhouse, you probably won't run into elsewhere. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay, it's I feel like a, a lot of guys go to bathhouses specifically to have sex when they don't go out, out, out to other places. Oh, okay, well, I guess like if we're talking about specifically Steamworks here in Toronto, yeah. um, I know at least three people that go frequently. That are like good people in my life that I just don't want to see naked. What about like, Spa Access? That's the alternative. Do you know anybody who goes there? Not a single person. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're you're right. Go. I should just become a Spa Access person. <laughs> this podcast not brought to you by Spa Access. <laughs> Toronto's second choice. Well, there, there's a discreet option. I mean, Steamworks has mm. the big fucking sign. Uh, Spa sure. Access is very discreet. I actually, I guess. Have, full disclosure, I've never actually been in there, but the door is... <laughs> right, it could be a hole. Non-disc- well, the door, like the outside yeah. of it is just like this like nondescript wooden door. You wouldn't guess it, that, that I, it was I a mean, bathhouse. I guess part of it is because I know what it is. Every time I walk by there, I see people coming out. I'm like, I clocked you, bitch. <laughs> Me too. I love doing that. <laughs> the same thing happened. I used to work at a restaurant right below Steamworks, mm. and like you'd have to go down to the... like parking garage to get shit for the restaurant or whatever and you'd come out and you'd come out the door right next to the steamworks exit and the best part was always when you open that up and someone else came out and like they'd always be like you know pretty like sexy dude but he'd catch your eye you'd catch his eye and he'd be like he'd turn purple because he just like couldn't believe he got caught coming out of this bathroom (laughs) anyway Uh, um but yeah circling back yeah um i want to know like what Okay, so wait. Did we... <laughs> so I, br- I brought up the public fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of derailed into bathhouses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, like, where... What's the ideal public space for you? Uh, for fucking. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a natural kind of guy. I think definitely, like, forest, bushes, trees, oh, okay. woods kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually... I do have a story about this. I have done something to this... Mm -hmm. honestly like i had a really big slut phase after i came out like 1819 um as most do now like i'm like a vol cell a voluntary (laughs) celibate a vol cell Uh, (laughs) i'm a man going his own way no i'm not i'm not an alt-right piece of shit um (laughs) thank you for clarifying but i i very rarely have sex now yeah uh, at all uh but i used to have lots of sex and yeah. i sometimes forget about the sex that i had well it's been um, some time you know there's distance yeah i mean <laughs> fucks me up uh but no now I'm, now that i'm thinking about it this was just before i entered my first serious relationship mm-hmm. um and it was actually like i had started dating the guy and we still weren't like serious and i was like i'm gonna sneak in a couple last hookups yeah because i'm such a slut <laughs> uh Cause I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad, bad girl. He actually got a little <laughs> mad at me about it because he found out afterwards, but it was fine. They always do. Um, <laughs> but I met up with this guy and he couldn't host. I couldn't host. I was living with my parents at the time or whatever. Um, and I picked him up in my car, my mom's car that I was borrowing. <laughs> was it like a Jetta? I imagine it's a Jetta. It was an ancient Saturn. Oh, a Saturn? You don't hear about those no. too often anymore. I don't know if they make them anymore. <laughs> Uh, it was an old, old car. It didn't even have power windows. I had to be like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, That's sexy. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, but we we ended up going to like a, a little like foresty park. Okay. Up to like in the burbs near where we were, uh, and we were just, we like we walked into the woods, and he was uh, was I blowing him or was he blowing me? He was blowing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he ended up being, like, obsessed with my penis afterwards. Aww. And, like, to a creepy point, I had to, like, block him. But still, complimentary. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> um, he when was you got a good me... dick, you got a good dick. You got to celebrate it, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn. <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> um, no, but we, he was blowing me, and, like, this, like, 17-year-old kid with a skateboard just, like, popped out of the bush, and he was like, oh, 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 I was just looking for my friend, oh, bye, and just, like, stumbled away. I bet he was just looking for his friend. <laughs> I don't know what he was looking for, but he sure didn't find it. <laughs> uh, I feel like I traumatized him, and I'm sorry about that. But No, I mean, it just meant that he came back to those woods forever after looking for a blowjob of his own. I, I will say that I... I managed to button up just in time. Like, it, oh. it wasn't, like, full a, like, red-handed caught in the eye right. kind of thing. But, like, Dick in mouth. it was obvious what we were doing. Right. Like, he was on his knees. Yeah. Um, it's the knee stains that'll get you every time. That's why you gotta wear knee pads. <laughs> just so you can, that quick tidy up is important. So, like, I guess, <laughs> so for you, it's like a woodsy, natural setting is, like, the fantasy then. Well, there's there's one there's this like porn blog site guy or whatever mm-hmm. that I like called Public Jerker, and this whole thing is that he's in his car, yeah, uh, and he's like jerking off and naked or whatever, and he has like cameras all over, and guys will come up and just like jerk off with him or like jerk him off or suck so him nice. off or fuck him, yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of like hanging out the driver's seat of his car. I think I've seen one or two of those. I mean, I've, there's. That's kind of a theme, certainly. But, uh, like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he's not the only guy who's doing this. <laughs> uh, but I the just... The multi-camera, though. That's a... That's a oh, nice. yeah. He has, like, one here, like, one in the dashboard. Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's got a, angles. He's a good guy. He, like, blurs out their faces or whatever. He's not, like, yeah. exposing any married guys. But... Yeah, I do feel a little gross sometimes when you get those, like... And, like, it's not like it stops me from watching it. But, like, the, the hidden camera thing... Where they don't blur the people out. Because you're just like, again, circling back to that consent issue. Like, is everyone cool with this or not? And is it bad of me to watch it? But my dick's already hard, so probably going to keep watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Well, well, that is... uh, I was going to bring that up because you mentioned the whole, like, that you're worried about consent in these Mm. fantasies of yours. Um, Like, obviously, I didn't give a shit about this when I was 18. And to be fair, I didn't think that we were going to get caught because we were kind of deep in the woods. Right. Um, but as, as hot as I find this public sex idea, the idea of like fucking in like a grocery store aisle, like <laughs> next I, to the avocados, <laughs> right? Like maybe even bring an avocado in there. Um, I would It's wanna, about the texture, really. <laughs> that skin. Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to loop unsuspecting, unwilling people into well, this because mm. I feel like that's an issue of consent too yeah. like the, even the people who like go out with like a dog collar on and they're being led around on a leash or whatever like live your fantasy but like you're kind of like involving everybody around you in your sexual fantasy against their will which is not great it's really tricky that line i, I mean like i don't think that it's like i don't know i feel like it's like a case-by-case basis thing i don't think you could ever say like 
overt displays of sexuality in public are horrible. Like, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's an extent when you're doing this kind of performative thing, like, in the Dom Sub thing or in other fetishes, where people's reactions to you are part of your sexuality. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the fantasy. And that's fucked up. Like, you're involving people, you're bringing people into that that didn't sign up for it. Yeah, I've confronted that a few times in my life where, like, it, it would be... It's fine over there. Do whatever you're going to do. But when you start engaging me and expecting me to treat someone in a certain way because of whatever your yeah. deal is. That's been sad. That's, like you're, you're, that's, I have to be ready for that. And sometimes yeah. I, I'm in. Sometimes I'm very much not. And sure. I think I'm fortunate that I'm the kind of person that's willing to be like, no, go fuck yourself, friend. Yeah. Toodaloo. But every now and then, you know. Whatever, sure, I'll treat someone like a piece of shit if that's what you want. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, on that note, I'm I'm really bad at that kind of thing. I can't do, like, in general, I, like the dom-sub thing I feel like mm. everybody gets into to some extent, yeah. whether you call it dom-sub or whether you, or just, you just have a relationship <laughs> where somebody's more naturally yeah. dominant than the other person. Like, you look so parched. I'm going to pour some more of this Oh, one. sure, thank you. Uh, I, I feel like everybody engages in that kind of dynamic to some extent, even yeah. if it's a small one. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> I distracted you with wine. Yeah. Uh, um, you said that you weren't good at it. You weren't good at... Uh, yes. Like, which part of it? Uh, so, when, when I take part in it, I, I do like taking the more submissive role. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, whereas some people want a dom that, like, beats them around and calls them a faggot. Yeah. I'm more of, like, the kind of, like, paternal dom kind of thing. Like, make me feel safe, like, whole right. day. But, okay. like, you ha- you're, you're in control. Kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That's what gets me going. And from like, I guess that's probably why I can't imagine being that kind of rough dom to somebody else. Right. Because it doesn't if, do it for you. I mean, I don't know if it's about be- doing it for me. It's just that I feel like even if it's, like, something that a person asks for and wants, like, I still feel... Like, it's, like, yeah, like, it Mm. still feels, like, really, like, mean and horrible (laughs) to them. Um, Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's, it's tricky. For me, it's, it's, and listeners will know this, but it's kind of come up in my life more recently where, like, that is something that was requested of me. Um, And I think for me, it's, like, it's something you just have to give a college try to. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, some some nights it'll work. And some nights it's, like, oh. Oh, bless me for trying, but no. <laughs> I, uh, I actually have a story about that. Um, I used to talk to this guy um, who I thought was extremely hot. Mm-hmm. He was like this bear. He was like a power lifter. He had an amazing body, like a nice, sexy, like muscle belly, which mm-hmm. like, I'm completely into. Mm-hmm. And salt and pepper hair, beard, like taking all my boxes. You painted a picture. Yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about fantasies. So we yeah. might as well get into it. Yeah. Um, so I, he was this guy that I found extremely sexy. And uh, like we started messaging on apps. And he wasn't super into me. Mm-hmm. He was into his own bears or whatever. Okay. Um, but I guess he, like, tolerated me. Like, we had, like, kind of, like, an antagonistic, you know, that kind of, like, mm. make fun of each other in, like, a fun but flirty way. Yeah. That's the kind of relationship we had. Okay. Um, so we would just kind of like text flirt, but he would never let it get serious. Uh, and at a certain point, he started messaging me, and he would say that he was drunk. 
Mm. I don't know if he was or wasn't. It's sure. part of the fantasy. Um, but he would say that he was drunk, and it started slow, but basically he was asking me to dom him. Yeah. Okay. While he was drunk. when He would message uh. me sometimes, like, drunk, and he would say, like, call me a piece of shit or whatever. Not yeah, in so many yeah, words, yeah. but, like, that was the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he would want me to, like, be rough with him and whatever. Oh. Um, That's which, tricky. Like, That's tricky. It is tricky. And, I mean... Because, like, on one hand, sure. On another, because you're drunk, like... I don't know if he was drunk. I right. Part of... If it happened of, regularly, then you kind of have to be like, okay, well... I don't know. Like, he seemed very lucid to me during sure. these exchanges. It seemed like he knew what he was doing. Right. Like, it wasn't like he really was losing control. It's like he was pretending to lose control. Yeah. Because that's like, the that's, feeling that I got. Well, that's, that's the, the, the trouble with liquor, is that it kind of gives you permission. But I, I always get... Uh, tense when someone's like oh my god like I'm drunk just because it's like yeah you're drunk but you're still making decisions right yeah yeah well I okay I don't know I, you can decide my, my innocence or guilt in this story um, I'm just gonna right. tell it I'm here to happen. judge you um, what this did guy, you do this guy was asking me to, to be rough with him yeah. and I found him really sexy and so I wanted to kind of good. pursue this so yeah. I did it uh, and I would I would just like kind of follow his cues like push him press his buttons where he wanted yeah uh and what it led up to was he was into financial domination twist i'm intrigued tell me more which if you uh (laughs) if you or your listeners don't know exactly what that is the idea behind that is you get off on people financially dominating you, which is basically taking or spending your money. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like sugar daddies on crack. Yeah, it's like it's like sugar daddies, but <laughs> the next level. Yeah, yeah. Sugar daddies, but like a mental illness. There's a little hard. There's a t-shirt. But... It's like sugar daddies, but a mental illness. <laughs> that might be a little harsh, but it yeah. is... A little fucking weird. Like, I... It's all fucking weird. (laughs) Anything to do with sex is fucking weird, man. You're very right. You're very right. But, like, did you take his money? Well, that's the thing. That's... (laughs) We'll we'll get there, Matt. Don't rush me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, I I, I will go back a second and say that when I said it was weird, I I love people's weird sexuality. I I find this whole spectrum bizarre, but incredible, the same way that, like, you can look at weird animals on planet earth and see like wow that's fucking weird i didn't know chameleons could look in two different directions that's nonsense that's what sexuality is to me (laughs) um it is super weird but it's amazing yeah uh and beautiful um and weird (laughs) and weird um so but yeah so what this culminated in was this this guy wanted me to dominate him and take his money yeah and he asked me to uh, there's a program people can install on their computers basically for tech support generally that's its intended use where somebody can remote control your computer okay yeah uh, so he had me download this program which he also had on his computer and he had me log in and basically t- assume control of his desktop open his online banking and send myself an e-transfer what? god yeah. damn it yeah yeah uh, and How I, much was it? Well, I started small. I started here, small. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I did it for $15, which yeah. I feel like is not like 
a real like you're not really financially dominating sure. for fifteen. You're just like having a great Thai meal. Um, <laughs> but I felt so bad about it that I canceled the e transfer and I sent his oh. money back. Uh, and he didn't get like overtly mad about it, but I feel like he was like upset by it. Sure, because like that was the whole thing, right? Yeah. Like, and it, it didn't even take me long. Like, I almost immediately felt... Because I also have, like, uh, like issues about money where, like, I feel like the extreme need to be, like, self-sufficient and independent. Yeah. Um, and you and I, I have that same problem. I have a lot of pride. I hate taking charity kind of thing. Yeah. Um, even though this wasn't charity, but it felt... Like I know. It, 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 so, it felt gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, it felt... To me, it felt gross. Like, not in, like, a horrible, like, violated mm. way, but it just felt like, ugh. That's why you should have taken more and spent it immediately on something that you could not return. I, should, I, I literally, like, it wasn't even, like, the next day. It was, like, ten minutes later. I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, dude. I can't do this. <laughs> um, That's wild. It was. I mean... I love that, though. Part of me wishes that, like, I didn't care and yeah. I could, like, really get into this financial domination thing. Because there's people who just, like, do it. Well, exactly. And if you can find enough of them, yeah. I mean, well, you I, don't need a job. I hooked up with, with a, a bear who actually did that, like, semi-regularly. Mm-hmm. But, like, he had, like, a little roster of guys that he met online. And he was a really sexy guy, so he could get away with it. This kind of, sure. like, he could do this kind of, like, you give me all your money kind of thing. Um... But it, it wasn't even just, like, straight, like, money transfers. Mm-hmm. Like, one guy got off on sending him expensive shoes and having him wear them and then send them back to him. Okay. Um, and he, like, got stuff out of the whole exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... Well, for a little... Um, a time in my life, I was real close to getting into the underwear selling game. I'd do that. If I could do that, like, anonymously without, yeah. like, posting my picture online and being like, this is the guy whose underwear this is. But, but nobody will th- nobody will buy your underwear without a face picture. That's the thing, right? You have to sell a fantasy, and that's, yeah, exactly. that's where exactly. I got uncomfortable. Like, up to the point of just, like, oh, I wear these underwear, I put them in a bag and send them, fine. But you I, have to, like, present this, like, sexy baby identity. Sexy, but also, like, you know, my... The vibe that sort of in the research I did mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, oh, I have to be a heterosexual lumberjack. That is what. Oh, is that it? You need mask underwear? Yeah, which I mean, you with your giant beard, maybe this is a avenue you might want to consider. Well, I've seen a lot of like very like femmy twinkie boys selling mm-hmm. their underwear too. So I feel like there's yeah. multiple markets there's, for this. There's lots but... of markets, but if you want to make money, you have to be a straight lumberjack selling to gay dudes. Like mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the fantasy you're selling in like. Uh, for me, that's where it got weird, and that's where I just was like, I, I don't know. And my friend who was helping me with it was like, what the fuck? Like, just do it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm so strongly myself. Like, <laughs> bullshit, you know? I feel that, though. No, I kind of feel the same way about the whole situation, because yeah. I did think about it. And, like, when you think about it idly, it's like, this is the easiest money Easy ever. Money. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, I wear yeah. underwear for free every day. Well... Sure, yeah. <laughs> most days, most, most days. days. <laughs> um, or like peeing in a jar or something. Yeah. but Are yeah. you allowed to ship pee oh. in a jar? That seems like something that would be prohibited. I feel like if they caught you, they'd probably be upset. <laughs> That's why you never put a return Just get a strongly worded letter. Like, sir, <laughs> please do not. Ship this pee. <laughs> it's not right. Amazing. Okay, let me ask you a question. Sure. Um, what is the earliest fantasy you can remember ever having? 
Um, it's a tough one. Well, I've, I've, I've always been into the Big Bears. That's been, like, a thing since childhood. Really? Okay. So, like, it was never anything else? No, I was never into Twinks. Okay. I was, like, I was, like, 12 or 13, like, searching around the internet for, like, what kind of porn do I like? And somebody <laughs> finally, like, pointed me toward the Bears, and I was, like, whoa. This is it. Yeah, that's it. That's hard. Well, I mean, I'm a little older than you, so maybe it was different for me. But, like, in my, like, teen porn years, it was only, like, surfer dudes with puka shell necklaces. That was the only option. Well, bears didn't even, like, bear porn didn't really get on the scene until, like, the 90s. (laughs) Which, I mean, you're not that old. (laughs) But even even then, it's gotten more mainstream now than it used to be. Yeah, yeah. In the 90s, it was like almost like a punky subculture. Mm-hmm. They were, of course, all like dorks, but it was <laughs> it was counterculture because sure. literally like everything else was like washboard abs, surfer body, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was Which very... I kind of hate. Like I hate that that's what I learned was attractive. Do you know what I mean? Because like yeah. that's... Is it sexy, I guess, but like is that anything that I necessarily want to is aspire to Is he cute or is he just white? <laughs> That's a question that we all need to ask ourselves all the time. Um, I feel like um, when people look at me, if they're not asking that question, I win. <laughs> Is he cute or just white? That's also... That needs to be on a t-shirt, too. I gotta start a merch shop soon. You're welcome to take these. <laughs> yes. I was going to. I just want royalties. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is... Um, well, no, I mean, all the all the men in my life since I was a kid, mm-hmm. were, like, these big Russian bears. Because I'm Russian. Right. Uh, that's part of Chip's mysterious anonymous identity. <laughs> right. Um, we, don't want, we don't want the mob coming after us. But we, I had all these, like, family <laughs> friends and, like, people uh, who, who would be around us who were these, like, big, hulking, mm-hmm. like, Russian monsters. Yeah. Um, and that's probably, like, the base of it. Okay. Because that's what you were surrounded by. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. See, I love when you can kind of connect those dots of, like, what's attractive to you and, and why. Because I do think there is something about that for sure. Because in my life, like, not necessarily all of the men, but, like, most of the men maybe weren't, like, the washboard ad, puka shell necklace porn guy. But for the most part, we're kind of in that, the like... clean cut kind of trim. Cut. Yeah, like, yeah. that was kind of the sensibility. Right. Um, so I guess that's kind of why I would have... <laughs> leaned that way perhaps i mean i i I do think that that kind of formative thing is is interesting because for some people like myself you Mm -hmm. do have this very kind of like clear thing Mm -hmm. other people it's not it's more like murky yeah Um, well there's a fear i think a lot of parents are like oh god if i like you know vigorously wash my infant's anus like does that make them gay and in what kind of gay am i making them a bottom I mean, it does. <laughs> they, they will be a bottom. Yeah, hashtag science. That, that's, that, that's how, that's that's how we all got That's just the truth here. of things. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, parents. Sorry to break it to you. Um. Oh, that's amazing. Um, okay, new question. Have you ever confronted... Um, I guess you kind of already got into this with the whole like money thing with the, the <laughs> financial dominance, which I'm so upset you didn't complete, but it's fine. Um... <laughs> Have you ever, like, confronted any other, like, things that you were just like, I didn't even know this was a thing, but here I am doing it, learning about it, making it happen? 
Uh, I'm hard to surprise because I've I am a child of the internet, so I have seen quite a lot. <laughs> You've gone down that rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've been experienced less for sure. Mm. Uh, one thing that I briefly dated a guy who's also named Chip. <laughs> Wait, like for real though? No, like my okay. actual name. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> Classic chip. <laughs> it's a total chip move. Um, no, so I, I briefly <laughs> dated this guy who was around my age, which was rare for me. Mm. Um, and he told me about a fetish that he had, which I didn't date him long enough to be forced to explore. He was okay. fine having like vanilla sex. Sure. It's just that this was like a pretty significant thing for him that we, again, didn't have time to explore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was diapers twist diapers uh and like going in diapers too not just wearing them like but like the experience of diapers taking a piss in your in your nappy kind of thing um and this was because he actually had a medical condition since childhood where he was incontinent and he had to wear diapers throughout his childhood um, and I guess when you do that, you can either like grow to like completely despise them or grow to fetishize them yeah. because you got to do something. You got to figure it out. Um, huh. yeah. So, so yeah, it started as a medical thing and then it just Morphed developed into, into uh, a sexual thing and became huh. like a very, a very serious part of his, his sexual life. Um, I, d- I have so many questions. <laughs> right. I know. Me too. Uh, and I have to say that. Huh. Uh, as much as, like, I personally did not want to get into it. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of happy that going through that experience, you reached a point where you can derive pleasure from it, at least. Yeah. Rather than just being kind of stuck with this annoyance that you have to deal with. Well, your like, life. the whole, like, shame spiral that would have existed. Yeah, like, I that. feel like that's, like, the positive, the more positive direction out of that thing. Yeah. Like, you're not... You were incontinent. But now it gives you boners. So yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like net positive. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I'm happy for him and I hope that he finds somebody that's willing to clean his poopy diaper. Well, and that's the question. Is that sort of what the deal was? Like, is it about being changed or like what? I guess you never got into it. We so. didn't We didn't get too into it. And I, huh. I, of course I was super curious about it. Yeah. How could you not be? <laughs> but considering the fact that I had no plans of joining him and doing it, sure. I didn't want to be gawky about it. Right. I, I didn't mean, want to I be would've. like, tell me everything. Give me his number after we're done and I'll just start texting. Because <laughs> I need to know. I do. I, I am curious. I've always been curious. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like The, the diaper thing is broad because I've definitely, I've seen people who are just into wearing them. Yeah. I've seen people who are into it specifically from like a water sports and scat standpoint. And That's I've wild. seen people who are into it specifically from an adult baby standpoint yeah. where it is about being changed by your yeah, mom or your daddy. infantilization kind of vibe. Yeah. Which is like, I guess... That's the easiest one for me to understand in a weird right. way. Because it's just like, oh, that's role playing. Right. Get it. I'm here for it. But just like... The one where, where you don't huh. have the baby aspect to it is just like, this is a grim look into my future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to advance that far. Yeah, no, I don't want to think wa- about it yet. I don't want to level up that high <laughs> just yet. Just follow it up with a nice little sponge bath. <laughs> God. <laughs> Well, we're moving on because this <laughs> this is a dark, 
dark, twisty road we are on. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I've had I've had plenty of tangential experiences with weird yeah. fetishes, but I I'm unfortunately like a little more vanilla myself. Sure. Well, and I think I think we're very similar in that respect. In that, like, I have confronted several different kind of like out there fetishes or 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 fantasies but for myself it's pretty it's pretty standard like every now and then there's like a cute little outlier like ooh, i'm a daddy and then like we just go back to missionary because that's just like i'm about comfort and ease and like why do we have to mess with the classics you know what i mean so one thing that i actually (laughs) am into that's um not vanilla Mm. Uh, and is related to the diaper thing. And this is weird because uh, I find water sports pretty sexy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like piss in a diaper and I'm, I don't want to touch out. that. <laughs> right. But like piss on piss me. Piss on me directly and I'm fine that's with it. Fine. <laughs> which is weird. I feel like I should, that should, that should go the other way around. Yeah. But It's an odd line, but there it is. But what yeah. Is, okay, but what is it about water sports that like you're into? Is it the the warmth? That's part of it. Okay. I feel like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm, con- I haven't done it in a long time because, mm-hmm. because I do feel like it's a very vulnerable act and I yeah. haven't reached that point with a lot of guys. As a shy peer, like that's, <laughs> that's going to take some time. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're going to have to be pretty fucking comfortable before I pee on you. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It's, it's weirdly sexy. Like it is, it's yeah. hot. It's like. It's, I mean, it's a bodily fluid, and, like, we're already swapping, like, four other ones, so, like... <laughs> so... Is it really so weird? one? Yeah. Um, it's sterile, or, I don't know, I think that's a myth, but it's, like, mostly safe. Like, you're not gonna get, like, cholera from pee. Yeah, I, you know, maybe syphilis. Again, I'm not a doctor, I don't know. And, I don't know, this <laughs> might be a weird thing to say, but I don't mind the taste. Twist. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, if you, if I you're like, like the way super... you said that too, I don't mind the taste. <laughs> like, like you're in like a, an ad for Grey Poupon. You know what? I don't mind the taste. You just got to You got to aerate it a bit. You got to get the bouquet. <laughs> you got to gargle it a little. <laughs> no, but okay. I mean, okay. Like if it's like a dehydrated person's piss, it is gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't drink enough water for that to be. A good but plan. I mean, some guys who are into water sports will like make you drink like two gallons, yeah, so that your pee is like crystal clear and has no taste or flavor or anything. <laughs> no vintage. <laughs> is that a waste of time? Then, like, I could drink a glass of water on my own, sir. I mean, <laughs> I, like I said, I don't want the super dehydrated pee, mm. but I feel like it, it's got to have a little kick to it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, I mean, I, again, as a shy peer, will probably never be in that situation. I feel like, as a shy peer, you should push past your boundaries and pee on somebody. You know, I got really close one time. um, And basically what happened, I was dating this guy who was interested in peeing. Um, and we were showering one day and he just like peed in the shower, which I had never done. You're not a shower peer at all? Let me take you on the journey, girl. (laughs) By myself, never had I peed in the shower before. Now, like every time. Yeah. I mean, like it's... And that's been part of the journey here, you know? (laughs) And around the time that like we broke up was actually around the time that I was just like, because that happened, I would say pretty early in our relationship where we were in the shower and he peed and like he 
put it on my my toes and I was like, oh, what is happening? Um, and like he disclosed that he was interested in like getting into it. Um, and I was like, okay, well, that's gonna take some time. Let me let me work through some of my shit. Um, and around the time that I was like, you know what? I think we're close. I think I'm, I think we're ready to do this. That's when he broke up with me. Oh no! So I never actually got to pee on someone in like a. <laughs> Um, an active way. <laughs> you really should. I feel yeah. like, I don't know, I feel like it's fun. Well, I was, many years later, like, I don't know, two or three years ago, I hooked up with this guy. One of the rare sort of, like, actually picked up a dude in a bar. And oh, that's to hard to me. I cannot do that It's not my, my wheelhouse. Not my wheelhouse. Um, I, what helped was that he was obliterated and was like, hey, yeah, yeah, uh, scuff. Um, but yeah, we were at his place. It was either that night. I think it was probably that night. And we were like showering. And he again peed in the shower and like peed on me. And I was like, oh, still too shy. Because like, <laughs> new person, how dare you pee on right, me? I'm not ready right. to re- reciprocate. <laughs> but there was a part of it that was just like, it was so silly and so funny. Because like. Unlike the first time where I just got a little on like my ankle, like ooh how Victoria. He was like peeing on your leg. He peed on my leg, and I was like, "Girl, did he tell you it was raining?" <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, he good. was very drunk. So I like I a straight shooter. He was really not coherent enough. <laughs> so um, it might not even have been a fetish thing. He might have just been peeing. He was just like, "Oh, you're here, cool." <laughs> uh, Amazing. I wanted to bring up one more thing on the pee oh, subject. Yeah. Take and us then, to P-Town. <laughs> I may, may, might as well. <laughs> we're uh, here already, you know? We're in P-Station <laughs> heading into P-Town. <laughs> take us to the Village Square. I like, specifically, uh, aside from getting peed on, I like watching guys pee. That really? gets me off. Okay. Specifically. What, like, what about that is, do you think is, like, triggering something for you? I don't know. It it always feels, like, a little naughty, and I'm like, oh. Ah, like you're <laughs> getting away with something. This. Yeah, mm. but, like, I don't know. It's always sexy to me, because I think, like, huh. if we're talking fantasies, part of my fantasies is, like, uh, I have a lot of, like, kind of, like, woodsy, farmy fantasies. <laughs> All of that this, lines like, up. Yep. It's very yeah. chip of you. <laughs> It is. Um, and I have this kind of like like pissing by the side of the road thing mm-hmm. where we're like pissing together and then it like escalates or whatever. Right. <laughs> I like that. That's like a, um, a 2019's yada yada yada. And then it escalates, you know? Like, <laughs> and it leads to what it leads to. Yeah, right. <laughs> the consequences ensue. Yeah, like you cross streams and then, oh, your dick's in my mouth. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, so I feel I feel like that's part of it. This kind of like impromptu. It's like this like masculine. It starts as this like non. I don't want to say like non-gay, but like non-explicitly sexual situation. Mm-hmm. And then you're like looking at each other, and it escalates. And then it escalates. And then it escalates. <laughs> yes. Um, and I feel like that's part of okay. it. Okay. Do you think the the P thing is? Um, part of your price of admission, or is that just like an you know if it happens? No, it it's ends. a side thing. Yeah. It's not important, but right. like okay, like my my last boyfriend, I would watch him pee sometimes just like for fun. I imagine you just like sitting like on the bathroom counter smoking a cigarette, 
very daintily, just like. No, it was it was silly. Like, like <laughs> I, we would laugh about it, and I would yeah. find it funny too. Yeah. Like, just while I was doing it, because it's like naughty, but like funny. Yeah, because it's aggressive or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It is silly. Like it's stupid. Well, I mean, like, I'm watching you. If pee, it's not like, silly, whatever. why are you doing it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love but that. yeah, no, I would, I would, I would like, I would like make him leave the door open and everything. <laughs> Gaze from afar. <laughs> I love that. And he was kind yeah. of a shy peer too, and I kind of got him past that. <laughs> right. It started with him leaving the door open a crack, and then a little bit more, and then like. No, it did. It did. It, it, corner. it took some convincing, and it literally, yeah. like, I literally had to like. It was like making a cat like you. You have to like slowly approach from afar. Yeah, you always and have to, you like, have like, have a little sniff meat you. in the pocket. Yeah, yeah interesting the pee thing has come up in my life because like kind of in like very slow waves um i find myself really intrigued by rubber rubber Um, yeah that is that is one thing that i'm always i love things that i'm grossed out by (laughs) okay like there's a lot of things that like revolt me yeah but i'm always intrigued by that response and i want to get into it sure um, and I definitely feel that way about rubber. Really? I find it, like, disgusting on, like, a visceral level. Really? And, and again, it's a okay. good thing. Like, I would never judge you for getting into it. I would never judge anybody else judge for getting away, into baby. it. Judge away, baby. But thinking about taking part in it myself, mm. thinking about the feeling of the material, mm. the, like, restriction, I get, like, shivers. Well, I could never be someone who wears like a rubber hood because that's nonsense. That fucks me up. I'm that shit touches my face. Game over. I will burn your house down. Mm. Like no. But I've never felt sexier, and I think I've said this many a times on this podcast. But I have never felt sexier than when I was wearing this like rubber yeah. body like cat suit. All right. Because there's something about it where it's just like it. Even if you're not confident, like you don't have body body confidence, and I certainly do not have that. There's something about being squeezed like a fucking sausage into this rubber thing that just like makes you, it turns off all of that because the way your skin feels, because it's just like second skin. Because it's like a second skin. That's and what, when someone that's what touches you, it is like electric, man. It's crazy. Really? But the problem with rubber is that like, for me, it's about the like tactile sensation of rubber, of being squeezed into it, mm-hmm. of the lube you have to use. So you're you have feeling... to use lube to get into it? Girl, if you aren't, like as a hairy woman... I mean, I was thinking about that because I, like, I imagine like rubber going against my yeah. skin and like squeaking and like oh, scraping. No, no, no. You use silicone-based lube. You use you lube yourself Girl, up. yes, of course. And it actually I've never makes the rubber look this. better. Some because people it's use, like slick and shiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people use powders, but like, so then your rubber looks dusty. Like, why, why would you want that? Why would you want that? No, but that's yeah. so. I've never thought about the logistics of actually squeezing into a rubber <laughs> outfit. I would put one on. Like, I like challenge you, you to do it. Like you said, the hood thing. I would fucking yeah. go nuts. No, because if I. Pass. Yeah, mm. no, anything that like restricts my breathing and my sight, like I, I will freak out. Yeah. Um, but just like the feel of it on your body is really sexy. But I'm the, intrigued yeah. by it. I would definitely try it. Give it a try. You know, yeah. if the opportunity presents itself, get into it. But the problem with rubber is that it's so associated with piss play. Because like that's, I guess, I guess where so. it started. People just piss on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Left and right. Well, it hasn't you're happened wa- yet. You're out wearing your rubber. And <laughs> <laughs> suddenly I'm just like, why is it so wet? Why is it raining only on me? <laughs> Um, but no, like when you're looking at like rubber porn, 
Like, it's always like, ooh, this is sexy, and they're fucking, and they look sexy, and they're feeling sexy, and then they're done, and then they're pissing on each other. And it, for me, it just, like, does nothing for mm, me. Mm. Um, and, like, props to them, blessings, have, you, have the best time you want, but, like, it just, it kind of ruins it for me. <laughs> so, you know, if anyone's listening and wants to create porn that just in, has fucking in rubber and no pissing, I would, I would appreciate the link to that. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put in a word for you. <laughs> Thank you. In the piss community. <laughs> um, no, what I wanted to bring up was, I think the thing that most freaks me out about rubber yeah. is the ones where I see them, I can't, this is like half duct tape and not rubber, but the ones where they're like mummified. Oh, do you mean the like vacuum things? Yes. So that shit is freaky. There's ones where they like wrap themselves in yeah. tapes or whatever, and I have seen the one where they basically put a rubber sheet on top of you and then vacuum it down yeah. onto you. That Both makes of those want to die. Like that, like <laughs> literally gives me a panic attack just yeah. looking at it. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I don't mind tying someone up, but go fuck yourself. You will never catch me being tied up like that. <laughs> what kills me the most about that kind of thing is that if you ever tell me to like stay still is immediately when I get an itch on my nose right. or something. <laughs> um, like, I'm getting one just thinking about it. Right. I cannot imagine, like, the second I would be You're strapped down in. into one of yeah. those, I would have, like, 50 different itches, and I would just be like, mm, <laughs> mm. But I think, I suspect, that's probably part of what makes it sexy for the folks who are into that. But that would just drive me insane. <laughs> like, it would be like yeah. Chinese water torture. I would just be going crazy. But I think at some point you have to surrender. And I think that's really what it's about, right? It's about that act of surrender, which I think kind of across many kinds of fetishes and fantasies comes up. That's that what it like, comes down to. It's ultimately about, like, I am giving this away. This Surrendering or taking control. Hello. Hello, girl. Getting into it. <laughs> Um, okay, have you ever confronted or acted on a particular fantasy of yours or someone else's and it went wrong? Um, I mean, obviously the, the money one went a little aside, but I, I feel like it wasn't like a full disaster. It wasn't a full disaster. It was just like not, not amazing. <laughs> I can't um, have this $15. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Like, it was it really was, like not even like 15. If it was like 500, I could be like, oh, okay, but 15, it was 15, fuck you, 15. Dollars, and I couldn't even that keep 15. that. I couldn't even keep it. it <laughs> you was, know what? You should have gone to the bank, got it all in pennies, put it in a, a jar to put on your mantle, and be like, that's my fuck money. I earned that. And you didn't. He didn't talk to me again after that. Yeah, he was, because you returned he the was funds. Because he revealed something to you, and I think. He was probably very anxious about it. I mean, maybe. I, That's why he had to be drunk. I still did find it so weird because when he was sober, air quotes, mm. he was, like, not into me at all. Yeah. Like, he would, like, make fun of me. Sure. Of how, how much he wasn't into me. Mm-hmm. Which, like... Will. I think that that's probably a, that's a conversation part of the dynamic day. he was trying to create, right? I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. Um, I will. I need to think about this uh, this horrible fantasy yeah. question, <laughs> um, but I want to. I want to spark up this joint. Feel free. Go for it. Uh, I like that you had to get high for the horrible part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm mostly stalling for time. 
Because um, I'll be honest with you, in my experience, I can't think of a time that it like went really badly. Yeah, the I'm closest was like too. the closest was when uh, uh, the cock cage guy like we were fucking and his cock cage fell off, which was like funny, but also kind of like counter to what <laughs> the journey was supposed to be about. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's one thing that I'm actually pretty curious about is the whole cock cage chastity belt. Girl, don't do it. It's a fucking rabbit hole, let me tell you. <laughs> have you done it yourself? I have never been in a cage, no. But I have fucked a dude in a cage. Um, and it was hot. Like, it was, it was sexy. It and seems like, like it would be. The idea of being someone's key holder is definitely appealing to me um but yeah it is it's one of those rabbit holes that like i blame tumblr for you know back when tumblr was cool back when tumblr had porn on it yeah (laughs) in the before time um yeah just because like it isn't something that had ever really kind of crossed my path beyond being in a sex shop and seeing them Mm -hmm. but then like tumblr i think can sometimes convince you that there are things that you're really into that maybe you're not actually. Um, and I think the cock cage thing, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely fascinating. It's definitely something that's kind of part of my interests. But the what happened to me with Tumblr is it kind of like <clears throat> made me think I was more into it than perhaps I actually am. Does that mm. make any fucking sense? I don't know. No, for no, sure. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like when you're experiencing like the Tumblr version of something, mm-hmm. it's very much like the no risk to you version of it. Yes. But when you're actually thinking about doing it yourself, it's quite different. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like the the power of fantasy is that I will take some. The power of fantasy is that it's 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 just in your head, right? Yeah, exactly. It it just, it, it there's no threat. Follows the exact script that you want. That's fair. You gotta be responsible. <laughs> um, <coughs> Ooh. This isn't a fantasy that I've run into <coughs> personally. Um, Pardon but me. it's. No, no. You're fine. <laughs> um, Ladies and gentlemen, I just took a toke and it went badly. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't judge him. He's fine. I'm new. I'm new to weed. It's only um, my fifth year. No. Uh, one of the. Um, one of the weirdest fantasies to me, I don't even want to call it weird, because... Yeah. Strange. Is strange better? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a lot to think about. <laughs> and I feel like yeah. there's... I, I, I really can't give it a descriptor either way, just because it's too complex of a subject. Um, but the fantasy of bug chasing... Oh, twist. For listeners at home, that's... A, I, would assume pretty much exclusive to gay fantasy, but yeah. I could be wrong. Um, it's where a um, man who is not seroconverted with uh, their HIV status chases men who have it in order to convert themselves. Is that kind of a fair sum up? Yeah, that's the yeah. general idea. The idea is you're, you're negative and you're going after these pause loads or whatever yeah. to make yourself positive. I have to say, just like as a series of words, pause, load, sounds great. Uh, I find it kind of terrifying. 
I don't know. I have a, a lot of anxiety yeah. about this kind of thing. Um, like, I certainly had a few STI scares mm. throughout the course of my sexual history. So far. Um, and that has definitely, like, freaked me out about it to an extent. Mm-hmm. And that's probably part of the reason why I slowed down sex-wise. Right. Although, that's definitely kind of subsided, and I just kind of don't want to bother with the hassle anymore <laughs> at this point. Right. Um, but that was kind of, like, why I stopped my slut phase, was like, Ooh. Yeah, how many times can out. I get gonorrhea? Oof. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, like, the uh, the STI thing, the HIV thing has always been, like, a big source of anxiety for mm-hmm. me. Like, any Well, time, you and I think most... Well, like, pretty much everybody. Yeah. And, like, any time mm-hmm. I've ever, like, almost had unsafe sex, like, I'm pretty, like, a pretty big stickler about it. Like, right. I always use a condom. But, like, if the condom breaks or, like, whatever... I'm always like super anxious about it. Really? Um, Ooh, yeah, it kills me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, people who are on prep, like, power to you. Yeah. Um, but that would still freak me out. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's that's not. I mean, I know prep and condoms is like the ideal. Sure. I don't have enough sex to warrant taking medication <laughs> every day. Sorry. Uh, so I just stick with condoms. Yeah. Which um, are also very effective. Pretty effective. <laughs> Mostly heard. effective. Um, I mean, no, no, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, I, if we're talking to people who are listening, like, a condom on its own isn't the most effective option. Like, there is a lot of uh, room for error, whether it's, uh, like, user error, like, whether you put it on wrong, you use the wrong lube, it breaks, whatever. Yeah. Um, there is, like, a non-zero chance that... It, it fails as a preventative for HIV uh, protection. Yeah, sure. Um, prep and a condom is definitely the best the weirdest, way to go if you do have sex regularly. <laughs> the weirdest condom fail I have experienced, well, not experienced, because that's never happened to me, but that I've heard about, is the idea of, like, rolling it on but realizing it's on backwards and then flipping it the other way. I have never, like, I've... <laughs> I understand that that is a way that it could fail, but I've never put a condom on the wrong way. So I, <laughs> I guess... Apparently that's the most common way, and it just seems so silly to me. Have you ever put a condom on the wrong way? I have not. I find that that would be a pretty (laughs) difficult mistake to make, personally. I feel like it would be hard to do. That's what I... I, It blows my mind. Uh, But I mean, like, leave it to straight people, right? (laughs) I feel like that's, like, where that situation happens most often. Perfect. Anyway, on that note, we do have to wrap up, because we're well over time. (laughs) Are we? We are. Um, So, I gotta circle to my final question. Okay. Which is, uh, here on the show, what we're all about is bringing light and levity to the universe. Because we're living in the darkest timeline. We, we really fucking are. That's 100%. the fucking truth right there. Yeah. So, um, in the next seven days, how are you going to bring a little light and levity into your little corner of the universe? Is my question. And if you want to think about it, I can answer what you think. <laughs> uh... Well, without getting too into it, I yeah. do do some volunteering that's basically peer support. Yeah. Uh, and I have that coming up in the next seven days. I do it every other week because uh, I've been doing it for a while. I used to do it every week. Now I do it every other week. <laughs> that's life. That's life. Yeah. You got to um, take your time. But that is coming up for me. I always love doing that. I feel like we don't have anybody but each other. We need to support each other. Girl. That's the fucking truth, dude. Like, listen, like... <laughs> I, we literally have nothing but each other in this world. That's the only thing that has value. That's the only thing that has meaning is our connection to other people. 
Um, and I feel like we're, we're often alienated in so many ways, like, let alone if you're gay and you're in an isolated environment, but like, even if you are gay and out, often we, we become alienated and isolated. Yeah, um, for sure. So I feel like reaching out to your friends, reaching out to other people is super, super fucking important. Uh, even if you don't have anybody that you're close to, there are services, there are places where you can reach out to uh, where somebody can listen uh, and somebody can just hear you. And even though they can't solve your problems, just hearing you is often something that can take a lot of weight off of you. Um, so I think it's super important. I love doing it. Um, that's coming up for me. So I'm yeah. excited for it. I'm always excited to talk to people. Um and I encourage anybody that's listening, if they have anything that's heavy on their soul, to reach out to a friend of theirs, reach out to a service, talk about what you're feeling, let it out, and uh, you might feel a little better. Okay, well, I'm not going to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for listening to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. Uh, and thank you, Chip, for being my second ever anonymous guest. Uh, and also for being so fucking lovely. You're a champion. You were lovely. Oh my god, stop. Alright, bye! Bye! <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, listeners. If you want to connect with me, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, you can reach out to me uh, on Twitter at FactsFibsFairy, or on Facebook or Instagram at FactsFibsAndFairyTales, or you can reach out by email at FactsFibsAndFairyTales at gmail.com. When you get home, I would like you to masturbate. <laughs>